Unstuck Movement, this platform was created to help you break those chains that are holding you back in your life. So I bring amazing people on this podcast who have great stories of breakthrough, of perseverance, who found that next level in their life. And I love to tell these stories to give you an example if it's possible for you to have that breakthrough for you, for whatever you're going through in your life. I want to thank you and shout out the sponsor who makes this possible, the Connected Leaders Academy. Jose Escobar sponsoring this podcast. Big shout out to him. If you want to know more information about the CLA, make sure you click the information in the bio of this episode. Talk to Jose, find out what the CLA is all about. It's been transformational for me and my business and my life, and I'm sure it'll also be the same for you. Today, I have the great and powerful, the incredible Rachel Best with us. So Rachel is a keynote, motivational speaker, author, podcast host, and founder of How to Make a Mark in the World, Finding Your Signature. She is a certified neurolinguistic empowerment mindset coach. She helps individuals release past trauma and negative emotions that keep you feeling stuck and lack of direction, accelerating the gap between where you are and where you want to be in your life. I love it. I love the fact that you're here, Rachel. I'm glad that we're friends. Thank you for being a part of the Unstuck Movement. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today. Yes, absolutely. Great to have you here. And so I love to start these episodes off with a question. I feel like questions bring breakthrough in our lives. They bring breakthrough in all the things that we go through. So the right question can bring us to the right answers to that breakthrough we're looking for. And the question I have for you today is what happens, what has happened to you as you let Jesus be your guide in your life? Wow. You know, that's a really powerful question because about 15 years ago is when I got saved and I was in a very dark season in my life and um, I had just been through a divorce and I had three young children and trying to navigate life and uh, creating a new normal in my life. And it was a really hard time in, in life. And so when I, for several months, um, I, after my divorce, I was, like I said, in a, in a depression and I kept like making a lot of really bad choices, um, that I thought were going to fill a void. Um, but really they just created more of a void for me. And there was one day I walk into my, I, I did hair. I walk into the salon and I'm just bawling and my boss is like, Oh my gosh, Rachel, like, what can I do for you? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, she didn't know what to do for me or with me. And so she's like, you know, Rachel, whenever I don't know what to do, I go to the man upstairs. And so my friend, I had a friend there that had kept asking me to go to church and I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need church. Like I had believed in God. But I never had that relationship with God. I, we we didn't go to church. We didn't celebrate, or I'm sorry, we celebrated Christmas and Easter. But I thought Christmas and Easter was about Santa and the Easter Bunny and the rainbow, like the promise, right? The rainbow. I thought that there was, you know, like the whole metaphor or the the 
leprechaun and, and gold, right? Like I didn't even know that the rainbow had a symbol, right? And I was 28 years old and I knew none of this information. Mm. So finally I, I reached out to my friend and I said, you know what, like, can I go to church with you on Sunday? This was a Friday. I said, can I go to church with you on Sunday? Because I, I am literally in a pit, like in my head, I am in a pit. All I see is dark in my whole mind. All I see is dark. And what comes to my mind is like, I don't know why this is, but it was like a being in a brown paper bag and looking up and there was just this little tiny pinhole of light, like, because I was in just such darkness. My friend came, picked me up. I went to church that day. It was all about going in a path of, there's two paths. You could go in the path of destruction or you can go in the path of the way, the truth and the life. And in that moment, like they were playing Amazing Grace and they did an altar call. And I asked my friend to go up there with me. I went up there and I gave my life to Jesus that day. It was March 18th of 2009. I literally, the moment I gave my life to Jesus, I felt this lifting, like literally lifting off of my shoulders as I gave my life to Jesus. And from that day forward, I have been hungry and on fire for Jesus. And every time he tells me to do something, I just say one yes at a time. I actually found a book shortly after I got saved. And that was the name of the book, One Yes at a Time. And as I was reading that book, I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. Whatever God tells me to do, whatever, whenever, however, I'm just going to say yes, and I'm going to be obedient. And from that day forward, 15, like I said, about 15 years later, however long from 2009 to 2023 is, I have just literally one yes at a time. Whenever he tells me to do something, I, I have a method that I like to follow. And first I pray about it. I journal about it. I go to uh, the, the scripture about it. And then I wait and see conversations that I have with people. And if they start saying things to confirm it. So I really don't go to people. Um, people end up, it's kind of crazy. Like people end up coming to me. Like every time I've had a big move in my life or a big transition in my life that I feel like God, God will tell me to do something. I'm like, are you sure God, like that's pretty big, you know? And I'm like, is that my monkey brain or is that you telling me what to do? And then like, no joke, people will start like in just general conversation. They have no idea. But I had been journaling, praying, you know, in the word about it. And then the people start confirming what, what I need confirmation on. And then I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. That's the path I'm going to take. Right. On the lips of two or three, if you hear it from others, then you know it's, it's the word. So, and this is the big question, I think, and a lot of people struggle with this, right? Because that you said about, is this, is this your words, God, or is this my monkey brain talking to me? Which... <laughs> It's a really, that's a really good way of putting it. How do you know when it is God speaking to you? Or that's, or that's your trial and error of finding out, journaling about it and then hearing about it from other people. And that's the confirmation. Uh, are there times when you know absolutely for sure without a question of checking anything else that that is the word of God? And what, a bigger question than that even, 
what has that led you to in your life? What has happened from those things that God has told you that have been confirmed and how has that changed your life? Oh my gosh. Yes. And like I said, like I, I hear it and I feel it, but I always want to make sure because these have been big. I've had some big, big moves in my life. Um, and so I've always wanted to make sure God is this of you. And so like, I, like I said, I normally can just feel it and I just know it, but I wait until I have some confirmation before I go do it. And so like one incident is I did hair for 20 years and I was a part of a network marketing company and I, I was doing both. Like I was doing, I was doing hair and then doing the network marketing company as a side gig uh, for about three years. And God said, I was actually at a summit for a leadership summit for that company. And sitting there, God said, I want you to quit your job. And I'm like, what do you mean you want me to quit my job? And he's like, I want you to quit your job. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, security right like i'd been there for almost 20 years i had a clientele like are you sure you want me to quit my job and i heard him say if you trust me like you say you do then you'll do it and i'm like okay god like i'm gonna pray about this no joke rob i went like by the end that was on a friday the very first day of the summit by that sunday i i was to be quitting job in November. I knew I was going to be quitting my job the the next year. And when I got home, I told my husband, I said, so I think I'm going to be quitting my job. And he's like, you're going to quit your job. And I'm like, well, I think God's telling me to quit my job, but I'm going to pray about it. We'll see what happens. And he's like, okay. Well, literally the very next day I went to work and people started saying, my, my, my customers, my hair people started saying, Rachel, I have a feeling you're going to quit your job. You better not quit doing hair. Like, I am not even joking. Like, I can't make that up. And I, so they weren't encouraging you to quit your job. They were against it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And then, like, that was, you know, like, a couple weeks had gone by. And in that two weeks time, from the time God told me to quit my job, and in that two weeks of me praying and journaling and and just, what is really for you, is this what you want me to do? Because quitting my full-time job to do a side gig was pretty big, right? And... I was, it was, it was the day before my birthday and I'm brushing my teeth and I'm like, okay, God, if this is really what you want me to do, then you're going to give me confirmation from pastor today. Like the sermon is going to be exactly what I need to hear. I go to church, sermon spot on exactly what I needed to hear, but God didn't stop there. I stood up and the pastor is standing right in front of me. And only a couple people knew that I was possibly going to quit my job. And he stands up in front of me and he just gives me a prophetic word. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like it was exactly the same confirmation and everything that I needed to know that I was going to quit my job. So then I went and told my boss that I was going to quit my job. And she said, Rachel, I, and I had been praying for her and and you know making sure that somebody came and like how he orchestrated everything it was just beautiful like only god can do the things that 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 happened in that situation so i ended up quitting my job 
Amen. That's awesome. Uh, it's kind of a similar thing for me. And I really believe, uh, you know, God, God takes us on an adventure in life and right. So well, there's less of where less of us to know how we're going to get to where we're getting, the more God can step in and, and make the difference and make the changes. And I think life is supposed to be an adventure. You look back at the Bible and like, like talk about like Moses, like the adventures, like there's lots of adventure. Mm -hmm. And when you're safe at a job, not saying that's a bad thing, and I don't think everybody is called to this, right? But I, I think that uh, the safety of a job can keep you in a safe place where you're relying on that job for your own security, and there's not a lot of change, and uh, God doesn't have as much of a chance to move. At least this is how it's been in my life, and it sounds like it's how it's been in your life, too, because as I was in radio for 20 years, 20 years in broadcasting, I loved what I did and was good at it. And had made a lot of it's it made a lot of ways for me, and I had a lot a lot of success. But I knew God was calling me out of it, and I didn't necessarily know why. I didn't know why I was being called out of broadcasting, but I'm still in broadcasting, obviously, but doing it in a different way. And I knew for a fact I was supposed to get out and do something different. I started the digital marketing company back in 2017. Uh, but looking back on it, it was just like stepping into the adventure. And like stepping into the unknown, because that's where God can really move. And I'll tell you, I'd like to hear this from you also. The growth that I've had over the past six and a half years, I've had more growth in the past six and a half years than I'd say and I had in the previous 20 years before that. Like more growth now since I stepped out in faith mm -hmm. and started to pursue my faith and started to pursue what God wants me to do more growth in that small period of time than I did in all the years before it. What about you? How has that transformation been for you? Yeah, I would have to agree. And you know, it's funny you say six and a half years, because that's about the time that I quit the salon about six and a half years ago. Okay. And it has been such a journey and an adventure. And, you know, whenever he, whenever we are an open vessel and just let him lead the way, then he gets the glory because we know that we couldn't do that in our own strength. The right. things that he brings us to and through and and lets us um, just just be a part of, like there's been some amazing things that have happened, and only God could do the things that have happened. Yeah, absolutely. So it is. It's and it's really interesting because to never do it, you never quite know what could happen. You never mm -hmm. quite know because I think we're all called to something that uh, we either chase after or we always just think about, right? And I feel like that thing we're being called to, God wants to move in that space and uh, letting, like we said at the title of this episode, let Jesus be your guide. What does that mean? I think of the song, Jesus, take the wheel, yeah. as corny as that song can be. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like taking your hands off. And, and when I was talking to you about your favorite quotes, you said Matthew 7, 7, which is another one of the... This, this speaks right into it. Uh, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. So what were you asking for that Jesus brought to you? What were you asking for that is now your life? Yeah, you know, like since I've, I have stood on that scripture for years of ask, seek and knock and believing, having that faith and believing until I see it because when we believe faith is all about believing until we get it right and so the ask seek and knock and believing until 
I get it because if I can see it in my mind, if you have a vision in your mind, if we have a vision in our mind and our heart and our gut, like, and we just, in our being, and we can just feel it, then it's ours to have. Mm. And it's just in the process. Like you, you talked about growth a second ago. It's okay. God, like for the last 15 years, I have been in training to get me to here. You've been in training to get you to here. I've been in training. So the growth that, you know, God has given me this vision, but he had to prepare me. He had to um, bring me into different things into life of, of personal growth and my spiritual growth and bringing people in and out of my life. And so, you know, when, when ask, seek and knock, like I said, the things that I see in my mind and, and feel in my being, you know, being a public speaker has been something that I've been doing in my head for 15 years. Like I knew that God was calling me to be a motivational public speaker, to share his testimony and to just, to just speak to people. And that, that has been my thing. And, and he just like, you know, when you look back and you connect all the dots of how that has how that has happened the how he has connected again the the growth the people the um the opportunities and things like that so again it all just goes back to if you see it in your mind and you feel it in your your being the ask seek knock and you will receive mm. but he's going to prune things from you mm -hmm. as you're going through it Hi, my name is Jose Escobar, and I'm the founder and CEO of the Connected Leaders Academy. We're a growing tribe, a community of entrepreneurs all over the world, globally, all across the country, high performers, titans of industry. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to grow personally and professionally, scale your influence, develop your skill sets, move the needle in your business, more clients, more money, more profit, the bottom line, and of course, grow your circle and your network like never before, this is where you want to be. Join the Connected Leaders Academy today. We are scaling massively. We want to welcome you in. Check me out on Instagram and on Facebook, the at symbol JASCO25. We look forward to having you join us. Take care. Uh, I heard this from Todd White, a great prayer that uh, <laughs> I say on a regular basis is uh, prune me, trim me, mold me, and shape me, right? Mm. Because you have to, God has to prune the things off of you and mold you and shape you to who you need to be to take you where he wants you to go. Mm -hmm. you, I, I couldn't have been the person 10 years ago where I'm at right now because I was not ready 10 years ago to be that person. And so accepting and, and taking, uh, you're putting your pride aside and understanding like there's things I'm going through. I don't know why I'm going through this right now, but I know that I have to. I know that this, this is like shaping where I need to be. What was that? What were some of those things for you that had to be like pruned off of you to get you to where you're at right now? Because I think these are really important things to hear because a lot of times we don't want to give up uh, who we are or who we think we are or the, the comfort that comes along with being who we are. The unknown of the change is very difficult. Even if it's positive change, it's very difficult because change is stressing and pull and, and pulling apart taking away parts of us that we've had for most of our life. So what were one of those pruning things for you? Yeah. You know, when I'm trying to think of like a, a specific 
thing, but I, I just remember going through where he would, you know, just cut things off. Like, mm. like I, like I literally felt like he was just like, you know, cutting you open, cutting all the fat off, right? Like flaying you like a fish. Like I remember um, just, just, and I think it was just digging more into him and into the word, into the scripture and um, doing my spiritual growth, my, you know, personal growth and things like that. So I would say, I can't like pinpoint one thing um, that, that he, you know, like a, 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 a scenario or situation. I just know that there's been things that, through my last several years that he has cut off of me and removed and taking taking different things away does that make sense of course so yeah and just like you know okay yeah i think it's just digging into the word digging into getting it getting a closer relationship to him and dying to self and just laying your life down for him so that he can do whatever it is that he needs to do through you and building your character and just being more in the image of him. And I, I love I, in your personal life, you live an adventure. So you, you and your <laughs> husband travel in an RV, correct? Mm -hmm. you're, you're broadcasting right now from an RV. Yep. <laughs> that's how you run your business, which I just love. I love that. So talk about that part of the adventure. Cause that's something that a lot of people desire to do. Uh, and it just seems like a really cool way to live. Where are you right now in the country? And what has that adventure been like for you and your husband? Yeah. So we're in Chieflin, Florida right now. Do you know where that's at? I know where Florida is. Okay. So. <laughs> Chiefland's in the Big Bend. A lot of okay. people, it's a little hidden gem. It's honestly, it's really neat here. Um, it reminds me of my old hometown. It's a real small community, but there's a ton of beautiful, natural springs. So if you go to Walmart and get spring water, they most probably came from this area that I'm at right now. Wow. They're absolutely beautiful. You'll have to look them up. But yeah, so we, yes, two years ago, we ended up selling our house and um, we we bought the RV. So it's been a little over two years now that we've been living in an RV and it has been it has been an amazing adventure. God had started like a couple, it was probably a couple years before that, before we decided to to buy a camper. We we had always wanted to move to Florida, but we're like, well, you know, we we don't we've never been away from our little triangle of twelve mile radius in Ohio, and we're like, well, what if what if we don't like it? And we have older children that are still in Ohio and family in Ohio, and we're like, what if we don't like it? And so I'm like, you know, like living in an RV would be awesome. And that was way before, like, it, you know, a lot of people were doing it. And God started telling me that I needed to get rid of stuff. It was a couple years before we ended up doing this. He said, you need to, you have too much stuff. Get rid of your stuff. You need mm -hmm. to get rid of it. And I'm like, okay. Cause I used to be like a very, you know, hold on to everything, like every paper the kids did. And, you know, like I just had, we just had too much stuff. Right. And so I just started purging and just getting rid of, getting rid of, getting rid of. And living this way, we live simple. Like we we have a 40-foot camper that we full-time in. We have a little boy. He has his own room. We have our own room. And to live simple, 
to not have all the stuff that we can accumulate and be attached to it's so freeing and and i think that that's just such a such a testimony of god in so many ways because like we come in with nothing and we leave with nothing and and it was almost like a are you attached to your stuff or are you going to follow me and be in a relationship with me and when we don't have all our stuff we have more time and and last year 2022 was a huge year of digging in to my spiritual growth with god last year was so phenomenal and that's where a lot of that cutting and the shedding and the you know all the things happened for me to get me to where i'm at right now for so for the whole year of 2023 has just been phenomenal and and the things that he's been doing and moving in my life amazing beautiful i love that uh as you're talking i'm thinking (laughs) i'm thinking of living in a van down by the river that's what (laughs) came into my head chris farley uh but anyways it's really cool i was just listening to somebody talk about this uh that as the more stuff we accumulate in our lives the more the world accumulates stuff the more uh you know you think about like corporations and and what is what is the end game goal it's for more there it's more like no you know it's always it's 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 a accelerated growth and the the growth we had this year is not good enough for the growth that's coming next year and there needs to be more stuff uh and the more miserable we are the more stuff we have Mm. right it seems like the more miserable which is counterintuitive to the world you would think the more stuff i accumulate the better i'm gonna be the happier i'm gonna be the more satisfied i'm gonna be but it actually like weighs you down and Mm -hmm. buries you you're now you're buried and now now that stuff will become your idol because you need more of it and it's like all you think about is getting more whether it's money or uh prestige or uh you know nicer house nicer clothes wh- whatever you know but i mean that's why hoarder that's why there's a show called hoarders because people just need to have more stuff and they can't let it go and god wants us to let it go and just hold on to him mm-hmm. and so hearing what you're saying it's like so true so it's inspiring me also because i can be one to hang on to stuff things that i really enjoy and i don't have a lot of stuff but i I know I've definitely built some idols up around stuff that I have. So it's just super cool to hear you saying that. And it's really cool to know that you're living it and walking it out because I can't, I can only imagine the transformation that's going to come from that, from shedding all of the things that you had and just traveling in the, in the RV and the closeness that you have with one another on one level that freaks me out being that (laughs) close to people all the time, (laughs) right? Nowhere to go. But at the same time that builds, uh, it, 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 well, it's going to do one of two things, either going to tear you apart or bring you really close together. And it sounds like it's bringing you really close together. And it sounds very empowering. So I wanted to ask you, being an empowerment coach, what does that mean to you? Why why do you help people with empowerment? And what does that uh, mean? What does that look like as you're, as you're helping people and coaching them? Yeah, that's such a good question. So... There was a time in my life, not you know, too too long ago, that I kept finding myself stuck. So, stuck in in a lot of areas, and I didn't realize it was because of my past, and past negative emotion, past trauma, past things, 
And when I started on my personal development and getting my neurolinguistics certifications, and I started learning about and releasing, I started learning about the mind, the power of the unconscious, subconscious, conscious mind. And then as I started learning about all of that, then I started and as we started going, as I was, as I was getting educated and learning how to help people release those negative emotions and release the past traumas, because those are the things that typically hold people stuck in their mm -hmm. life. And I see so many people so stuck in those past living in the past, those negative emotions. And they, they don't, they're not even aware of it because it's their their programming in their mind and so i was there i am not the same person i was a, a year ago two years ago five years ago i'm a completely different person sometimes my dad will i have to remind him like dad like that's not who i am anymore because i you know I, I talk to my dad but like he's not in close quarters with me anymore so yeah. um you know and now now he's finally getting it now he's he's like oh okay now he's finally seeing that like no dad like that's not who i am anymore you know i love that that's that's my passion is because i know how it is to be tormented in your mind mm -hmm. and depressed and being stuck and i want to empower people to know that you can live a better life instead of just looking at today and where you're at there's so much more that mm -hmm. you can be and do and live and just be in freedom be in freedom so good helping people to and that's exactly what so if i had a <clears throat> definite major purpose it's helping people find breakthrough mm -hmm. right because you find the breakthrough and you realize a new version of yourself and like you said, like your dad, like people, then now they have to acclimate to the new you and people aren't used to somebody being new. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, but it's, it's a beautiful thing because when somebody sees that it's, it's contagious Well, either the person's going to shy away from it and like not talk to you anymore because they can't handle the growth that you've had because it exposes the lack of growth that they've had, mm -hmm. but that plants that seed, right? That that's conviction. And but the people who do see that and are inspired by that, that is just the most powerful thing in the world to be able to have those breakthroughs and to, have, to, to learn the strategies of breakthrough to help you get to the next level of where you want to go in your life. Because you may be at a plateau right now. You may feel stuck. But if you have faith, God is working you through it. You're, you're, you're going through it and he's going to work everything for good. And I love that concept. I used to say everything happens for a reason. I don't say that anymore. And say God works everything for good, so things happen. But if you have faith, God will work those things for good. Mm -hmm. And then the things that did happen that were negative turn into something that is a positive uh, in the end. So as we come to the close of this episode, first of all, I just want to honor you by saying thank you so much. You're awesome. You're an incredible speaker. I love what you do. It's great to have you as a friend. So I just really uh, value the time that we spend and talk together. I also was one thing we hadn't mentioned. We have talked about it, but I just want to go through, because you mentioned a couple of quotes and a couple of things that you live by. And one of those things is, if you can see it in your mind, you can have it in your hands. That sounds a little new age, but it's also from the Bible. It's 
Is <laughs> <laughs> anything new age was stolen from the Bible, I guess. Uh, nope. What does that what does that mean to you and, and how have you used that in your life? Yes, you know, I love that question and thank you for asking that because I want to give the audience a gift that was given to me because I through this journey not <clears throat> not everybody has supported me, right? And sometimes I've been told quit chasing your dream. Go get a job. Mm -hmm. You know, you should probably just quit and just go down to Walmart or go somewhere and find a job, right? And when I was told this, what I'm about to tell you, it has freed me and empowered me to keep going to the goal. So when you have a vision, and I kind of touched on it a little bit ago, but when you have a vision in, in your mind and you can see the vision, you see the vision. You might not know exactly how you're going to get there, but you can see the big picture. I'm a very futuristic visionary person. So I can see it in my mind. Like I said, for 15 years, I've been doing what I'm doing right now. I've been doing it in my head. And what I want to share with you guys is that nobody has to agree with your vision. Nobody has to see your vision because it was never their vision to see in the first place. Mm -hmm. It's your vision that God gave you and go find the people, the communities, the people that will, that come in alignment with what your vision is and submerge yourself in those communities of those people that are crazy big dreamers that think that they can change the world. Go find those people because they're crazy enough to think we're crazy enough to think we can change the world. And when you find those people, they will, they will, they will come in agreement with you. They will, you know, whatever they're doing, you like, we just all, it's just this big, beautiful picture. So if you can see it, it's your vision. Nobody else has to understand the vision because it's your vision. Man, that's so good. I love that so much. I wrote that down. I'm gonna, I got a sticky note that I'm putting on my computer right now because that's so, so good. <laughs> how do you, uh, as we sign off, how can people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you? What do they do? Absolutely. So I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm mostly on Facebook under Rachel Best. Uh, Instagram, I am Rachel Best. Uh, I have a, <clears throat> a website, Rachel, uh, um, rachelbest.com. And then uh, you can email me at rachel at rachelbest.com. So, Rachel, you're the best. Thanks. <laughs> it's great talking to you. Thank yes. you so much for being a part of the Unstuck Movement. Thank you.